You're listening to the most fraudulent F1 podcast with Dan, aka Engine Mode 11. I secretly moonlight as hell at Marco at race weekends. And Blake, aka Break. Echo chambers of farts and idiots on Twitter after races. It's the Engine Breaking F1 podcast. Boom, get it up, yeah. Episode 23, Baku preview. I'm in the driving seat because Blake's got too much jet lag. P0. You guys guys know what P0 means. This is a quiz. We know that you're not listening to our podcast, but if you're in your car, just say out loud what P0 is. What is it? That's correct. Yeah. I'm sure everyone just got that correct. Yeah. We're not going to, we're not going to spoil it. If you don't know what P0 is, keep listening. How are we doing, man? Us. That's us. Dan, Dan has done the heavy lifting. I just got back from Texas yesterday, but welcome to the stream. Uh, how was your big Texan adventure? Mate, it was fantastic. Uh, I ate barbecue. I went to the lake. I hung out around a great campfire. Uh, my brother has five cats and a chicken and a dog. Um, my parents have my old cat who's 16. He's awesome. Uh, I had a great time. It was a good little reset before. Uh, chaos, I had a great time. It was a good little reset before. Five races in the next six weeks. Ten races in the next 14. Who are you, by the way? Welcome. to Anybody just tuning in, welcome uh, to the engine breaking podcast. My name is Blake, former performance engineer, current full-time degenerate content creator. And who are you? Uh, I'm Dan, AKA engine mode 11. Um, I don't really know what to say about myself. Uh, prolific Twitter shit poster, uh, six years stealing a living from Red Bull racing as a senior systems engineer. Um, and then for some reason we thought it'd be a good idea to start an F1 podcast. I mean, we got to be, in the top, what, 50 of F1 podcasts, surely? Top 500, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. To, be, to be fair, there were probably 50 new F1 podcasts started next last week, which is, which is cool. It just goes to show you that the sport is on the up. Everybody's excited and interested in it. And uh, if you're choosing to listen to us, thank you. And uh, we hope you enjoy it. If you're, if you're first time, stick around. We pretend like we don't know what we're talking about. Sometimes we know what we're talking about. Um, between us being in Formula 1 for... 16 years you do learn a little bit but that doesn't mean we're going to be serious okay we're not going to be serious no, no, all no. the time make f1 fun again exactly make motto. f1 fraudulent again now we'll talk about that as well <laughs> <laughs> all right what do we what do we got in store for everybody today oh you, you, we got you, some yeah I, oh i've been doing some notes mate listen we got ourselves some news we got ourselves some vacu stories from the past Oh yes. We got ourselves a Baku preview. Uh, we got ourselves an Adobe Creative Cloud notification. It's just popped up, and uh, anyone listening on the audio will be thinking, "What the fuck was that?" And uh, we got a random fandom draw as well. Ooh, we're also going to make some predictions for the Grand Prix because we're usually pretty good at that. Between us, if you combine our results every time, we get it right. That being said. For the last couple of races, you've got to be pretty special not to guess who's going to get on the podium. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's, <clears throat> it's, it's not uh, as random as we maybe have intended it to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Why don't we get into it? Yeah. It, man. Lead, lead us into what's been happening in Formula 1. We've had, um, just in case anybody's tuning in, if you want to understand how Formula 1 works a little bit better, when there's no races... Literally, the factory shut down and everybody goes home and nobody does any work at all. It's great. So when there's no races on, the entire world of Formula 1 just shuts down. All the media, all the journalists, all the TV producers, 
all the podcasts, all the mechanics, engineers, they just go home. Oh, wait, no, that's not how that works. You had me going there because even I was like, did they officially class this as a break and shut down? Uh, I actually fucking believed you. It took 23 episodes, but I actually gave some credibility to something you said. Yeah, just in case anybody's wondering, um, Formula, because we've had the chat, like, let's, let's just go into that before we get into the news. It's like, we've got five races in six weeks coming up. Did you, um, like, when there were long breaks, did you just take the week off or something? Or what did you do? Because you, you were predominantly factory-based. I was. Uh, for your, your stint at Red Bull. Um, My two weeks off, I was one of the, I say two weeks off, right? So August shut down, the summer shut down. You get a mandated two weeks off by the FIA, right? Everyone has to have it. Everybody in the company takes that off. Yeah, apart from me and about four other people, it was our busiest period of the year because it was the only time that we could upgrade systems and things like that without interrupting manufacturing and things like that. So I would work. your infrastructure upgrades, they're like, right, certain classes of people, um, if you work in certain things, you can do work. There were some exceptions for wind tunnel upgrades um, and, and IT infrastructure stuff you could do. Yeah. So and marketing, marketing is also excluded, but most teams, marketing staff also fall into that. Marketing don't do any fucking work anyway. I mean, just listen to JP from last episode. <laughs> fucking fraudulent marketing. <laughs> lot. Oh. And they just sit around and drink the champagne and take photos for the Instagram. Fuck it out. Yeah. So my, my summer shutdown period actually, ironically was my busiest period. Um, so yeah, yeah, there you go. But, uh, so, my wife just messaged me because she's listening as well, saying, "Oh yeah, I remember fond memories of you working for our wedding anniversary." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that was my summer shutdown, August nineteenth. I was always working." <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, so so that's the other thing is a lot of people are saying. I had a couple comments and people saying, "Oh well, if you're not changing the wheels on somebody's car, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Okay, me personally, I'm not allowed to touch a wheel gun because I would destroy a car with it. You know those things." Literally, if you hit the nut wrong, it just machines the nut off. But anyway, they don't trust me with tools in the garage. I tried to take the pedals out once, and they're like, they got <laughs> the mechanics are like, and I put that down. I was like, Shaki, please. He's like, no, yeah, no, okay. So, engineers, here's here's the engineer schedule, right? You typically fly out Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, you're at the track all the way through Sunday. Uh, very glamorously, you get changed in the car park uh, into your travel clothes. Yeah. You go- you go to the airport, um, and then you get home at probably one o'clock in the morning, and you're in the office the next day at nine o'clock or something. Um, and then you're working all the way through. If it's a double header, you're not taking you're not taking any time off. You might get an afternoon off in the next five weeks. That, that's oh, it. The amount but, of times get- I've got my uh, ass out in the middle of a uh, circuit car park so I can get changed for the flight home or whatever. Yeah, happy the times. Security- the security guard in Barcelona has seen those beautiful cheeks a couple times, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they don't show you that on Ted's notebook, do they? No, no, but imagine there's there's a market for that, I reckon. Only park only car parks. Mm. Wow. Nobody wants to see that. No, nobody wants to do that either. But yeah, so in case you're wondering, Formula One teams are super busy. Um and a big problem is people struggle to take all their holidays, especially traveling personnel. It's yeah, it's not like there's no race, nothing's happening. So I, I've been super condescending to a lot of people who've been absolute bellends on Twitter, but it's it's pretty ignorant. But now you're informed and you know what it's like, and it's a lot of fun, but it is a lifestyle and it yeah. is a 
it's, don't it's let great. it put you off. You should absolutely 100% push for it. Go for it. It's, I don't regret any of it. No. It was fucking hard work. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super rewarding. The highs are high, the lows are abysmal, and you're going to be tired a lot. But it's a pretty cool job. But just and then to say that when you get out of it, you can shit house your way onto a podcast like us two did. Yeah, but anyway, let's yeah. get on to the news. Sorry, please, yeah, we ranted. We, we did a, I had... a typical rant for us to start off the show. A, a classic on-brand ADHD. Yeah, so. yeah. Away we go. Send us. Send so, us. right, listen. <clears throat> Serious. Uh, Audi have given us an F1 update. Uh, as we know, Audi and Sauber are linking up for 2026. Uh, Audi, I think it was like a Chinese car show or something, and they gave like a big update. Uh, I think it's clear that Audi obviously are heavily targeting the Chinese market. Grand new show. Just just <clears throat> putting that out there, putting the feelers Solid. out for that. Solid, Solid um, drive. So far, they've already hired 260 specialist staff, and they're going to expand that to probably more than 300 by the end of the year. Right? Ooh. Uh, they've already built a single-cylinder test engine, and that's been on the test bench for validation and, and all the measuring instruments and that, which isn't oh, too uncommon. Yeah. People are going to be thinking, what the fucking hell is a single-cylinder engine? But uh, A lot of the PU tests for like future engines, they only do it on a single-cylinder. Yeah. Because that's all you need, because you're just testing combustion and things like that, and you can just do that off a single-cylinder. It's exactly. cheaper and easier to make. Yeah, you don't need to build all six cylinders. You can build one to understand the combustion. Yeah. It'd be really we should actually get an engine guy or gal on at some point to talk us through early engine development because that's going to become a very interesting topic. But uh yeah, I'm, it's, I'm it's, sure we must know someone. So here's here's the thing though, when like when they're saying they've got 260 specialist staff, I think it's very unlikely that they're only working on engine stuff like probably if it's audi yes it's mostly engine stuff but even engine suppliers will have performance simulations and vehicle dynamic simulations because they do need to understand uh, a lot about the energy flows with the new regulations they've got bigger mguk which means it can deploy more energy and it can recover more energy off the rear axle and they've got a bigger battery but the engine the energy flows change completely because well, we don't have an MGUH anymore. I'm glad you brought that up because Ooh. part of their update as well also mentioned that they were working on updating all of their simulators at their German uh, base of operations. I've forgotten the name. I forgot to write it down. Um, but bringing all Audi their... Sim yeah, Audi Land um, to bring it up to F1 spec. So, yeah, they're already working on stuff like that in the background. Um, that's, that's wacky. Yeah, their first complete PU, which is like the entire engine, uh, electric motor, battery, ECU, yada, yada, yada. They reckon that's going to be on the test bench before the end of the year. So they're running a cylinder. They're, they're going to upgrade. The full shebang. Copy-paste copy the cylinder and then get a new crankshaft and good to go. Yeah. Ingolstadt. Ingolstadt, yes. Thank you uh, for yeah. that chat. Dankeschön. Danke. Danke. Um, yeah. No, get to the chopper. No, that's Austria, right. isn't it? <laughs> um, so that that's so, pretty yeah. cool. And it's we got another engine manufacturer. Do you reckon we're gonna see another one though? Oh, I don't know. You say this like I should know that there should be something no, else. I, I, oh, you're just I genuinely know, asking. Yeah, are we gonna have any other because we've got a couple of deadlines coming up, and I think we might talk about them, but uh the team's applications for the 2026 cycle is coming up. Mm. And uh 
interested parties will be uh, putting their stuff out there. Uh, I don't think so. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. Mind you, if you said to me Ford were going to enter with Red Bull, I'd have laughed at you. No, but, but at the same time, Ford are doing the battery technology. That's what they're focusing on. True. RBPT is doing the combustion side and probably all the ancillaries. And Ford is doubling down on uh, the EV market and hence their in involvement in Formula One in the battery. Well, that's technology. very true. Um, do I think another name? Oh, didn't we have um, Cadillac and yep. Andretti? Or was that more yeah. just the sort of chassis side? They weren't getting involved with the PU, were they? Because they had a... No. Supposedly, they've got a agreement in principle with Renault. I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, but Porsche have said they're done. We talked about that last week. Porsche are like, nah, we're out, mate. Yeah, they fumbled it big time. Mm. Um, and they got a bit too greedy. Tried to buy fifty percent of a team. Uh, everyone said fuck off, and now they've found themselves <laughs> basically with uh, no way into F one. So um, there you go. Well, maybe maybe next time, eh? Yeah, give, so, it, give it four years and then we'll start these Porsche rumors again. Jesus. Yeah, I know it. Well, hey, what's up? We always talk about our favorite street circuit. Oh, wait, no. Monaco is not our favorite street circuit. But we could have some issues with that Grand Prix, which is in the next month or two. What's going on with that? Ah, well, Monaco. Everyone knows Monaco. It's quite a small place. And because of that, they're relying on a lot of external things, right? So in this instance, okay. all of their power is provided to them through the French power grid. Really? Well, it is, yeah. Because, you know, Monaco doesn't have a secret nuclear reactor underneath it, I'm afraid. Um, so... I thought, they just, I thought they had all the, the professional cyclists and athletes just on their um, watt bikes turning over the grid. Yeah, it's, it's Bottas on his watt bike with his arse out. Power in the Monaco power grid. Um, but the French have come out and, you know, confirmed that they are going to do the thing they love to do the most and strike uh, the, ready, get ready for this. I'm going to try and pronounce this, the Confederation Générale du Taval, or yeah. let's just say CGT. Uh, they yeah. are the uh, energy sector union, whatever. They're protesting against... I think they got like some pension changes or something over in France. Anyway, they decided to have a tear up because that's what they like to do out there. Fair play. Yeah, go on. Um, and they've basically said, oh, we're going to do like 100 days of strikes or whatever in the power sector. Um, unlucky for you, that includes the French Open, the Monaco GP, and the Cannes Film Festival. Um, Ooh, so there's like a chance not, that Monaco... It's not Monaco sporting events. It's also... Like, yeah. Cannes is always the week before Monaco. Yeah. Dude... That's but remember last year when there was a huge storm and like they had to roll out the generators. Mm. I don't know if they can run a whole Grand Prix on generators. Mm, yeah, well, the teams have like quite beefy generators in the mo well, it's Monaco as well, isn't it? So I don't know if they actually have them there. Mm. Mm. Anyway, Monaco looks like we could be powered by you know double A batteries. Um, they're going to bring Formula E in as a support race and just basically plug all the uh, teams into the cars, the Formula uh, E cars, and run it off of that. Love that. Yeah. Love that. So who knows what's going to happen there. But this no. is Monaco, so I'm sure there'll be some magic golden opportunity for them to somehow be completely immune to all of this. But mm, Let's see. Let's see. Imagine. We'll just have to watch the Indy 500 because it's on the same day. True. Which, uh, yeah. We should watch anyway. Maybe. We should watch anyway. Maybe this is all part of 
F1's wackiest rumors, theories, and conspiracies. On this episode of The Fraud Files. The Indy oh 500 God. have unionized the French national power grid. What? Right, to threaten what? the Monaco GP to push more people to watch the Indy 500. You've heard yes. it here first. Oh my God fraud files everybody gasps yep. the entire twitch chat is just gasp which is you know a, a massive conspiracy that we should push onto twitter right and get going because hey twitter conspiracies and and rumors are doing really well right now aren't they blake excellent engagement excellent engagement if we want to talk about and i'm not even sure this one's worthy of fraud files this is, is this legit or not the Dark Lord himself and Taylor Swift. Yeah. Is this a thing? Alonzo, Fernando Alonzo and Taylor Swift. Is this actually a thing? Like, it was a TikTok joke. And then it kind of yep. it kind of gained steam. And honestly, I think this has more uh specific energy or more total energy, rather. I think this has more total energy than the uh, French strikes. Mm, we need to harness this. paying them off. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think we could we could put a little bit of a um, little bit of heat behind the French strikes, but I think Alonzo and Taylor Swift is it a thing? I mean, I don't know. They were they were asking drivers at the the NASCAR race that happened. I'm asking Bubba Wallace. Yeah. And he's like, nope. What the heck? And then uh, was it Fernando uploaded a TikTok of him just sitting there listening to a Taylor Swift song as well, and he was like, he knows what he's doing. Like, all right. She's got to be at least a foot taller than he is, at least. Oh, probably. Because because I'm I'm five nine. I say five ten. I'm probably five nine. Uh, I'm quite a bit taller than Alonzo. When I've walked past him in the paddock, I, I'm I'm kind of like, you alright, mate? You alright, mate? He's like, see, she's but, five um, foot ten. Apparently, she is. yeah, according to the internet, she's five foot ten. No, she's got to be taller than that. Uh, well, listen, hey, the well-known, reputable website, j-14.com, <laughs> right, is telling me she's five foot ten. Um, oh. Google says to me in freedom units, that's 1.8 meters. No, unfreedom units. Oh, is it? Oh, whatever. I don't fucking, yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think, <laughs> I think this is just something on TikTok that just went wildly out of control. Um, articles started getting written about it, and and Alonzo being Alonzo was like, "Yeah, I'm going to lean into this and just sort of fucking shit house everyone with it." Um, wow. Does Taylor Swift even know who Alonzo is? I don't know. Uh, she, you, uh, she she has to now if she has. Oh already. yeah, she does now definitely. It's for all those championships he's won in the last five years. Mm. Yeah, but but I say that jokingly. Uh, maybe at some point, I don't know, Aston. Well, something leads to another something, something. They keep it up. Dan, Dan Fallows. Yeah. Leading the charge on that. Let's, let's see. Maybe. But the fraud files go deeper and deeper and deeper. Mm. We've got some more fraudulent files now. Hold on. Stay cool for me, baby. I'll get that lawsuit for you. Stay cool. Beautiful intro. Yeah. Felipe Massa Good. has now decided to move forward with his plans to evaluate uh, whether they're legal grounds for him to challenge the outcome of the 2008 F1 World Championship, right? On the surface of this, you could look at this and just think, fucking whatever, get over it, right? Yep. But reading into this, I, I don't blame him, and I'm always sort of rooting for him. But, like, 
at the same time, like, imagine that, I mean, there's new information, but I don't know. People are like, oh, what a sad fuck. But like, never mind you and your, you know, all of your world championships on Twitter. Um, but I don't know, man. Like, if, if, if there was a chance, would you do it? If you had some expendable income, what is it? What's it going to Is it, the only person that's going to be super excited about is you and maybe your friends and family. Yeah. So maybe his 2008 championship will last longer than what was it? The 12 seconds until Lewis crossed the line or whatever. Mm. But yeah, no, this has all come about because our, um, everyone's favorite fucking troll, uh, Bernie Eccleston, previous F1 boss. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure where he was talking about this, but uh, he was talking about Crashgate, right? Which if you don't know, it was the Singapore Grand Prix in, was it 2008, wasn't it? Yeah where Nelson Piquet Jr., driving for Renault at the time, uh, was told to crash from the lead of the race so they could, like, create a safety car to benefit teammate Fernando Alonso. Again, Alonso's involved, fuck's sake. <laughs> He's the Dark Lord, I'm telling you, man. He's got some skeletons in his closet. He does, yeah. <sighs> and, uh, well, Fernando went on to win the race, right. So yeah. then I think that ended up benefiting uh, Hamilton over... Massa and and so Hamilton won the championship in the end and not Massa or whatever. Um, but back then there was a rule basically that the world championship classification after the FIA awards ceremony at the end of the year, right? It's untouchable. Once that ceremony's done, you can't do anything about it. Mm. So Hamilton obviously got his trophy, yada yada. Everything was fine. But then um, was it 2009 season? It came out that Crashgate was a thing and yeah. it all came well, to light. PK basically once he got sacked by Renault, he ratted them out, and then everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever." And then they started digging into it and putting people, like mm. they properly investigated, it and they had people on record. And I forgot who was one of the sporting directors or something. He was like, "I can't answer that," and it's like, "Okay, that means yes." Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, eventually, it came out, and they did confirm it was a thing. Flavor Flav, Flavio Briatore, and uh, the boys, yeah. and the Dark Lord himself. Alonso says he didn't know about it. You got to say that though, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, legally, yeah, yeah, you have yeah. to say that. Um, you have to say that. But it turns out, apparently, that uh, they knew, I say they knew, Bernie Eccleston and a couple of other people within the FIA knew about it in 2008. Mm. And um, they should have cancelled the race in Singapore under those conditions. It means it never would have happened for the championship standings. And then Felipe Massa would have become world champion and not Lewis Hamilton. So that's, that's Massa's wow. issue is the fact that they knew about it but they didn't want to bring any controversy or, or, you know, like formula one, formula one never does controversy. No, no, though. never, not at all. Never. Okay. Um, so, so I mean, it could you're be saying he, so you're saying he thinks based on that, that he shouldn't have a right to that and they should cancel that race. And that's the thing to do when a team has meddled with the result, they fixed the race effectively. So a team fixes a race and they're suggesting that the solution is cancel that Grand Prix. And then Felipe Massa, 2008, stay cool, baby. Yeah. I think Felipe's issue with this is the FIA knew about it, potentially, according to Bernie. And let's, let's, you've got to remember, Bernie talks shit, right? Yeah, this, this could all be complete bollocks, you know? But I think Massa's issue is that Bernie knew about it and decided not to do anything about it at the time because it would bring the sport into disrepute. It seems to be a phrase we're saying quite a lot recently within his last few years, but there you go. Uh, so, yeah, I don't fucking so, know. So we've had 
somebody uh the, the question proposed in the chat and twitch say if they overturn this race then surely they can overturn 2021 in hamilton's favor but who knows so mm. let's put let's put those know, let's, because... let's, let's do a side by side right so singapore mm -hmm. was a team fixing a race yeah everybody claims that the fia fixed abu dhabi effectively or their their decision was incorrect and that influenced the outcome of the race yeah the, the decision did influence the outcome of the race fine but if the statute is annul the race yeah and you do the same thing in abu dhabi Max still wins the championship if that is the thing. On count back. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was true. He was yeah. leading going into that. Or they were tied with he had more wins going into that race. Yeah. So if you cancel that. So but I'm not that excited about that conversation. And that's just going to stir up a bunch of stuff. Like I feel like we're almost ready to stop bringing it up every five minutes. But we did it. Yeah, no, fuck it. Who cares? Embrace it. Um but if anyone <laughs> out there generally believes the FIA would fix a race. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you a definitive answer, right? Because you're entitled to your opinion. But I will just offer these words of wisdom. After someone that's worked quite closely with the FIA for six years, they are not fucking capable <laughs> of fixing a race. They can barely fucking get a race going, let alone fixing the result of one. And that's my personal <laughs> opinion, right? So you know, if you still want to believe that, that's fine. That's on you. But I'm just offering those words of wisdom. But you know what? Cherish those words because, uh, yeah, I, like the the name of the game for the last couple of years has been incompetence, not well. Our incompetence and corruption—they're uh, not necessarily mutually exclusive. But in this case, you're gonna need a little bit more competence than that to be that corrupt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're talking about a company that still was trying to use fax machines in like fucking 2017 or whenever it was. It was like, Jesus, come on, mate. <laughs> Is that how they communicated with Adrian or yeah. Dr. Marco? It's like, can you send me the piece of electric scan paper and then I'll print that paper on my side onto paper? Yeah, we were getting wow. these. Uh, I remember someone in the office who deals with like uh, the bills and things like that was questioning like why we've got this random ass fucking telephone line. And then someone from like CIO level or whatever had to come down and was just like, oh yeah, that's because um, Bernie still mandates that we need to have a fax machine. I was like, for fuck's sake, like, you use, got use fucking line. email, man. Come on. The pinnacle of motorsport and technology, ladies and gentlemen, Bernie Ecclestone's fax machine. What the actual hell, dude? Yep. Uh, uh, spe speaking of... Uh, lawsuits and everything else what's our boy mazepin up to man yeah nikita mazepin has come out from under his rock and uh I, no, I, he's not under a rock he's busy spinning records bro true yes dj yeah. dj maza spin the records um he's decided that in you know in his frustration of not having his racing license back and and all that because of obviously the political situation um, he's decided to very calmly and sensibly uh, sue the entire fucking government of Canada. <laughs> you know what, man? Mm. You guys are so polite. I'm going to sue your asses. Yeah. But why? Why specifically Canada? How does he doesn't he he can't compete? But why is he? What's up with that? Uh, well, I'm I'm trying to I've tried to figure this out. The only thing I can think of is because Canada still have him on their active sanctions list. So they, ah. they put him and his dad and someone else 
um, on their sanction list because obviously if you're mates with Putin or whatever, you're... <clears throat> and, and, appara- and apparently his his dad is closely related oh, yeah, no, there's to photos the, of them together and things like that so yeah mates. yeah um yes yeah, so canada put him on the sanctions list now but real quick though yeah i've seen a picture of of lewis hamilton and vladimir putin at the russian grand prix yeah yeah, um, Anybody that's been on the podium, but, but, there? but there is the rumor that that wasn't actually him. It was a body double. Oh, probably. So have I said, I think maybe we might have spoken Dude, about this before. You know what? We're going, we're going, we're going ADHD. We're going full. Yeah, no, I don't care. I'm embracing it. Send it. Embrace um, it. Putin's magic briefcase. So have we spoken about this before on the show? Ooh, I, I feel like I've heard about uh, yeah. it, but I'm not sure that we've talked about it. So why don't you, uh. Yeah, Putin's magic briefcase, right? So when he was in Sochi and he'd walk down the pit lane, obviously yeah. he's got his bodyguards, yeah. and and one of them's got the briefcase, which has got like the big red button on it, in yeah. case you know he has to casually launch nukes while he's watching the chaos at turn one or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's like a caveat: don't do that. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, that was half Seb's fault. The second was Seb's fault. The torpedo. God love him. Um, but also in this briefcase. Uh, was a magical set of electronics that would just like completely blank out all your phone signal, all the Wi-Fi signal, all the radio signal and shit like that. So when you knew when he was coming down the pit lane close to your garage because you'd lose all the signal for everything. No. Yeah, and I mean everything. Like you'd fucking, you'd lose camera feeds and all sorts. And it was just like, ah. And it got so bad to the point of where, I think this was back when Bernie was still running it. Like the teams had to go to Bernie and say, Bernie, you're quite chummy with Putin. You guys are, Putin. Yeah, you guys are mates. Can you ask right? him to like not turn up until like near the end of the race, please? Because we can't continuously have all these outages from his magic briefcase walking up and down the pit lane. Fuck it. Oh, that's so fucking wild. So yeah, uh, there you go. Any, Putin's magic briefcase, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, which brings us back to why Sorry, Nikita yeah. Mazepin is suing Canada. That one's my fault. Yeah, suing Canada because he's still on their active sanctions list now. I, I was a bit like, well, why doesn't he sue the EU? Well, he's not on the EU sanctions list anymore. Right. He got so taken off of it. So uh, what I'm what I'm getting at is he's basically going against them because he's pretty. That's probably the only Grand Prix he can't go to because he's sanctioned in that country. Correct. And yeah. that's a barrier to him getting a seat again. That that's I believe that's what it stems down mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Um, they've got the cash. Whether or not you want him in the sport, like, pretty sure they got the cash. I knew his dad was well off, but I didn't realize he's like $5.4 billion well off. He's, you know. Stonks. Yeah. What, is that more than that more than Strolls? I don't know. Well, he hasn't bought a team yet, so. Well, I don't think he can now, can he? It's all, mm. all locked away. But yeah, anyway, sorry. So Canada, I believe it's because he's the only left on their sanction list or something. I don't fucking know. I mean... <laughs> I don't, okay. I don't think being on their sanction list is the reason you haven't got a seat, mate, to be fair. I think there's bigger issues at play why you don't have a seat, and uh, being on the sanctions list isn't one of them. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. Perhaps maybe but, you could sue them for some talent. I don't know. Oh, scandalous. Mm. Not, not that we're any better at F1 2022. Oh my god! And if anybody missed that, Dan and I played a couple races of a career on F1 22. Um, basically, we rode off three front rings each, two chassis, and DNF two out of three races. Are we gonna do that again this week? 
Well, I don't know. Do I like how we did such a disastrous attempt at running F1 2022 that your immediate thought was, hey, I'm going to go out and buy a year subscription to iRacing because that's surely going to be much Mate. easier than F1 2022. Uh, there's something about it, right? I've probably, I bought it last night um, and I played for about an hour and I drove the MX-5 Cup car around Alton Park. Dude, I mean, I drove, I, so here's, here's a little rewind. Back in the day, in 2006, 7, 8, and 9, I drove Spec MX-5 in the U.S. Um, I, my dad's friend had a car. He let us run it because he got a bigger car. He bought a, a he had a custom uh, Mustang built, and it was spectacular. Uh, and he's like, I've got this old MX-5. It's a really nice car. It's won a couple championships. Uh, why don't you destroy this car? So I drove that for a couple seasons, and got, I got a couple, I got at least one uh, regional pole position in a race, and I got a couple podiums. I think maybe maybe I was outside of the podium often, but it was f- so fucking good, man. And playing that on iRacing gave me such a good feeling. Like it was like, oh my god, this is this is great. I'm not sure I've got that feeling from the F1 game yet. No, and, and they're different. They're completely different games. And I'm not. I'm not. This, you're comparing apples to oranges. But honestly, I think iRacing might have the hook. Yeah. Okay. My, Okay, it's I just, think just, I've got an account it's on different. it. It's just different, man. But um, all right, it's fun. That's our it's, thing, then, is it? We'll, we'll, we'll have to. Maybe we can get a a series going. Mm, the engine breaking, fraudulent MX Five Cup series. Yeah, sponsored by injury uh, lawyers for you. Mm, interesting. <laughs> right. So. So yeah. Sorry. Right. Mazepin sues Canada. GGs. Whatever. Good luck to you. Um. Breaking news. Oh, today, this, like, yeah. we, you wrote the episode, and then, like, we're going through, it's like, oh, did, did we get that? Did we get that? This is today. This is right now. Yep. Um, plans tossed. Alpha Tauri, team principal for 18 years, is leaving at the end of this year, end of the season. Man, that's wacky. But so here's the thing: we had Mekis, right? There was the announcement that Mekis was going to go join AlphaTauri. Yes. So Mekis is, uh, race was, director. Yeah. Uh, race yes. director at Ferrari. Um, and no, like, oh, I understood he, it at first because the the rumor first came out that um, Laurent Mekis was leaving Ferrari to go work at AlphaTauri. The rumor was he was going to work alongside. Exactly. France. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, no, mm. no. The way they picked, they, it did sound like a sort of handover, didn't it? And so yeah. that was the, that was what I was going to pitch in this episode originally. It was like, oh, it sounds like it's going to be like a retirement deal. But then it happened, man. Yeah, yeah. Alpha Terry no. heard. They must have seen my show notes and they thought, no, fuck you. No exclusive for you. We're just going to yeah, reveal it. Shitters. Shitters. But um, what about, so Tost been there a long time but mechies used to work at at torosso correct yeah well even Ooh. even further back than that because for torosso it was minardi minardi yeah so he worked so, there for minardi i didn't realize he worked for minardi because i knew I, I remember seeing him in the paddock at torosso and then he left um, yeah he went to the he, fia didn't he he yeah he, he worked in uh i think safety uh, something else in safety. So he was still at the track. He was involved in stuff. Uh, I think he was kind of, he's been in the industry a long time. So he's been dabbling bits and pieces and he went to FIA for a bit. And then he went to Ferrari. Yes. You know, because 
the calling of the great big red prancing horse is a strong one. Um, and I, I, it's, it's I thought, strong. well, I said no. <laughs> was, you, was you offered a job there once? Was you? Couldn't say. Was you, was you invited to interview? Let me say that. Couldn't say. Okay, that's a yes. I, 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 I was. I declined. Okay. I didn't it. want to. I didn't. I know. I don't. I don't like. I don't like. I know we talk a lot of shit on this podcast, but like honestly, like working for Ferrari would be amazing. Even though it's probably super, super political, um, as we can tell from everything going on. But I just didn't want to move country. And at that point, I was already falling out of love with being trackside engineer. And I was like, I don't want to do it again. You know, because once you, if you go to another team, you're not, you're not going to Ferrari for a year. Yeah. You're going to Ferrari for three years minimum, yeah. especially if you're a, a trackside personnel. Wow. I don't even remember if it was a trackside or if it was after I left the track, but I was just like, I'm not interested in three more years. Like I, I, when I was ending my Force India days, I was like, I think I might be over this. And then Red Bull was like, hey, I was like, oh, hell yeah. And I got a little bit of mojo back, and then mm. I was like, yeah, I'm done with the track. Yes, the irony say, of an American living in the UK moaning that he didn't want to move country is not lost on me, but I, I understand your I, point. I had done it once. I had done it once, and that was enough for me. Mm. Yeah, my we, had, we had a guy that moved into Red Bull, into my team, was the most northern guy you could possibly ever think of, right? Like, he drank Bovril for, like, you know, as like an afternoon snack sort of thing. And he did yeah. two or three years in Fianza working for Toro Rosso. Yeah. And it did like the culture change of this big Northern bloke living in Fianza for like two years. Oh yeah. Fun times. Anyway, sorry. What was I saying? Yeah. Alpha Towery. Swapping it about. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and also I, I I picked up this a little bit. Alpha Tower's got a new CEO, Peter Bayer or Bayer. Um, he was FIA Secretary General and for Sport and later Executive Director until 2022. Um, it's not clear what he's been up to in the last year, uh, but he will be taking over Alpha Tower's CEO. And I looked him up, and I could find very little on him. So he's obviously avoided the uh, the news articles. He's quite been well. enjoying the gardening leave for a year. Who's Sign me up on a garden, man. But um, there you go. All change. What else we got? So we've got, so we've we've had team principals silly season earlier. We've got a new team principal coming. Um, and then Mercedes yeah, have I, done I a very remember. interesting swap. I can't remember if we spoke about this last episode or not. I just assumed no, I we think, hadn't. Uh, if we did, I've forgotten about it already. But uh, yeah, fuck it, we'll talk about it again if we have. The, the, the Lord and Savior James Allison is coming back. He um, is. To focus on the Formula One duties. He's been away on technical projects, doing boats and everything else. And he's basically, Mike Elliott's been the technical director effectively, and they're swapping. I'm not sure if that's the exact position title, but the chief technical dude looking after the race car, make it go zoom. Yeah. Uh, Allison has been doing other projects and maybe a bit of consulting, but not primarily on F1. And then Mike Elliott's been doing primarily F1, and they're like, right, we're going to swap you guys. Yeah, but it's not like a negative thing. They, but they both seem quite happy with this sort of, mm. or at least they're putting on the, a yeah. good front that they're happy to be doing this swap. I but think. like, but like, are you going to be like, yeah, I'll do it, but Autosport, by the way, I'm not happy about this. You know who's, you know who I reckon's more pissed off? Who? James Allison. You think? I reckon. I mean, and this is 
disclaimer, full disclaimer, this is full speculation. I reckon Allison was like, right, he's been at the top of Formula One for a very long time and done a fucking bang up job as well as gone through all sorts of other stuff in his personal life um, while being, uh, you know, traveling to all the races and everything else. He goes back to Mercedes there. He keeps them taking over. He goes away. And then they're like, Toto's like, by the way, mate, uh, yeah, we're going to want you back, you know, full time on F1. He's like, I just got here, man. You know, this was, this was my way out. I've already ticked all the boxes. They're like, well, can we pay you a little bit more money to come back and do this again? He's like, I guess so. Speculation. Fine. That's, I, that, I want to think that. in my reality, he's walked back into the garage. At, um, fuck it. Where are they based again? Why have I forgotten where Mercedes Brackley. are based? Brackley. I was going to say Bricksworth. Who's a Bricksworth? HPP. Ah, uh, that's it. I was getting too mixed up. He's walked back yeah. into the garage in Brackley with a spanner in his hand and he's like giving himself that Thanos line of fine, I'll do it myself sort of thing. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. So, I, I reckon yeah. I reckon he was probably enjoying doing something else. Yeah. I reckon he's sort of seen seen the success recently again of Adrian Newey and he's thought, fuck Adrian, I'm coming back, baby. I'm gonna it's me. It's me, James Allison versus Adrian Newey. This is the oh. Fuck all these content creator boxing matches. This is what we want to see. James Allison versus Adrian Newey. Right. And if you're in the Twitch stream right now, where we're recording this live. Um, if anybody can run a poll, whose theory do you like better? The Thanos theory or the, I can't believe you motherfuckers called me back to go do all this stuff again. This is like, was that like a Liam Neeson story? You know, he's like a, a retired assassin. <laughs> You think he got on the phone to Toto and was like, I've got a very specific set of skills, Toto. <laughs> I've got that no is, money. I don't know what you want. But what I can do off. is build another W11. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Absolute scenes. Scenes. But um, for reasons that we'll get back to um, shortly. Hmm. All the teams get more engine components now out of apparently nowhere, but not nowhere. Yeah. They're, they're all absolutely sitting there in the car parks, giving it now that they have been officially given their fourth component. When I'm pretty sure every single team had already put it in their run plans. They were going to run four anyway. Um, Ooh. Yeah. So good for them. Uh, so basically what's happened is, and I think this, this might be related to what we're going to talk about in a bit, the sprint changes, but um, the PU elements have been increased by one, right? Okay. So before you could only use three internal combustion engines, three turbos, three MGUHs and three MGUKs throughout the season. But I've now upped that to four. Um, if, you know, if you went over three previously, you got yourself a penalty, whatever. Um but I'm almost certain, right, at least from my experience and what I've dealt with in the past, no team plans to ever stick to this free, the amount of free. None of them could do it, and they all said, this is bollocks, we'll just plan when we're going to take our penalty. But so you're saying that they're deliberately breaking the rules, Dan, and taking a penalty? Yeah, 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 that's exactly what I'm fucking How saying. How dare you? How dare you? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. That's what happens when you read the fucking rules. 
Listen, I will fucking say what I want to say, right? All right. All right. All right, Gov. You want some? Come on, blimey. So, yeah, yeah, anyway, there's three to four. Teams teams are never saying, oh, yeah, we're not going to go over that. Like, for example, and the the thing that sucks about, we've talked about this at at length, the, the power unit penalties disproportionately hurt slower teams. Hmm. Yeah. So, but like trying to correct, let's not, let's not try and correct that. But yeah, that'll be interesting, but we're going to get back to why they've decided to do that. So the, the FIA have obviously had to do a little give and a little, uh, while the teams do a little give. So what about this? We haven't, we didn't, we didn't plan to talk about this, but somebody no. mentioned it before I went live is F1 Academy. So the new series for women drivers, um, it's a formula four. It's going to be run alongside at some events and then standalone events or other support races elsewhere. Yep. Uh, they're gassing it up super huge style. And then they dropped something or didn't drop something on us earlier this week. It looks like, and it's not confirmed. And if it, it would completely, let's put it this way. We didn't know the details of the sprint format for this weekend until yesterday, effectively, or the day before, right? Classic. But we don't know if F1 Academy are going to be broadcast at all. Yeah, and what's, it's, the, what's, it's the, weird. what's the purpose of F1 Academy? To hype up women in motorsport, you know, it's it's like a. I, it's, I don't, supposed, it's, a it's supposed to be a feeder series. It's yeah, a, it's, a, it's a feeder series, and it's a stepping stone into F3 uh, and F2. Yeah, and I, I always sort of catch a bit of heat for this, but I say it's the replacement for W series. But apparently, that's not correct. But 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 like it is because it, W series despite. Yeah, it's it, it's they don't have any drivers, they don't have any rights, they don't have they, they have rights, but they don't have anything else. So it's like, right, you don't have any drivers or anything else. It's fucked. I reckon they've they've shot themselves in the foot with that. They put it behind the same paywall that Sky and everything else. So it's like, great, you've got a relatively. And it's not a it's not a dig. It's a relatively obscure series. And if you don't know about it, you're not looking for it. Correct. You know, it's like the whole point of this is to put a spotlight on the young women coming up and driving and give them a platform in the competition, mm. open wheel series with prestige, but it's like the TV rights and everything else just buried it under a paywall. So nobody could ever fucking watch it. Yeah. And I, yeah, they're going to be a support race for F1 next year. Yeah. Um, so my theory is that this year was so, I, I, I don't think, they wanted to bring this in this year. I think their hand was forced with the collapse of W Series, mm. and they've had so to bring you, it in a year early. Ooh. So maybe it's you know which it's I think has fucked like, everything up because yeah. they're not on any supports. I think they're doing Cota, the US Grand Prix. I think they are running at the same track. Um, but for like the first couple of races, I mean, it's it's on this weekend. It's the Baku weekend, but they're racing over in Red Bull Ring in Austria. Yeah. Um, I think you might be onto something with like a little bit too little too late and you know being forced because you can't just magic up a racing series but I guarantee you I think the thing that a lot of people are bummed out about is if something fucked up and happened with the weird with the F1 schedule they would figure it out yeah you you, you think know? just because it's the academy or whatever it's just like ah, fuck it whatever you know or, or there's not the money because like the stuff just doesn't happen overnight fine you know putting together a broadcast who knows but like, what can they do? And I, one of the things I put out on, on, on Twitter is why don't they make that series, like put a broadcast up somehow without commentary 
and find a handful of creators that want to stream it and commentate it on their own. Yep. Like you'd have to you'd have to be careful and you'd have to have a partnership with the series, obviously, to protect certain things and make sure that you're presenting it in the right way. But I guarantee you could find several yeah. content creators who would love um, to help There's put eyes on that sport. Many a good content creator out there that focuses on female representation. We've had one of them on this show, Tony. You know, hmm. I would, dude. I would with love respect if, to Tony. Could she rate? Could she commentate a race? Maybe not, but she could walk around and interview people or something. She's got that. You know I, what I mean? she could do it all. She could do it all. But even then, like you're not even trying to put people on the ground. You're like, right, cameras fine um and then us talk about it like you don't even you don't even have to be i don't know if my uh, local karting track can stream their races live i don't fucking see why an fia sanctioned event can't yeah and that was that was my take on it but uh, i i think this lack of visibility and all that is because it has come a year earlier than what they thought it would have been Right. Um, so I don't think anything's in place. When it's a support series next year for F1, I can 100% see it going on F1 TV because it's already there. All the cameras are there. It makes sense that that would work. But yeah, I just and think this season they fucked it up. Yeah. I and mean, I think it's one of those things, like if you put it that way, it's better that it exists and they don't have the infrastructure to support it than not having a series for an entire year. Fine. Mm. But the other thing, and somebody in the stream as well has said it, is what if... You know, there's people that are actually making it more difficult because they want exclusivity to the series, for example, Sky or something. And it's like, I'm not saying that's the case, but that seemed like what was something that happened with W Series. It's like, what did they do? So one of yeah. one of um, one of the guys on Twitter was even saying uh, his daughter wanted some merch. They didn't have any merch. They had nothing. So it's no. like they made some. <laughs> like that's that's fucking awesome. Yeah. And if uh, if you're listening, yeah, that is super fucking cool. Leave yourselves a two-two. I'm um, name drop them. No, but have we? Have we got? We got no deals with Sky, have we? Nothing no. coming up. No, good. No, but it's just like, All it's right, like so. Fuck them. I can say fuck Sky then. Cool. Right, Sky, <laughs> go fuck that. yourselves. <laughs> oh my god. Right. Well, anyway, since we've done that, why don't we have a little word with our sponsors real quick? You ready for that one? Uh, am I ready for that one? Yeah, I think it's this button. Ready? Yep. No, that was the fraud files button, for fuck's sake. I even teed it up before this fucking goddamn show. Right, again. F1's wacky. Oh, wait, I got the fraud files on two buttons. What the fuck? <laughs> edit, edit. Oh, all, all right, right. I can cut this out, but we'll have to the, cut live, out, but the live crew get to... Um, the live crew get to see this live. Where are we? Yeah, the old live gang... Like, you guys are built different. Ah, dear. Fraud files on that button. Well, there we go. Right, ready? We'll try again. Three, two. Hello, it's me again. Just to tell you that we are continuing our deal with NordVPN. Give you an exclusive offer. You can get it by going to nordvpn.com slash engine to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan and four additional months for free it's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. They have a super simple app that you can use on your phone, your tablet, your PC. And it's something that I've used myself for years and I've been completely happy with it the entire time. And it's just in time to get around that potential geographical restrictions for F1 TV. 
obviously I can't say you should do that because that's probably illegal, but you know. So yeah, go to nordvpn.com slash engine so me and Blake can feed our families. Thank you. Dude, I don't have seamless a advertisement. That was a completely seamless advertisement. I don't know what the fuck Love you that. lot are talking about. Dude, thank you, Nord. Again, you guys have been awesome. But uh, up. why don't we why don't we take a stroll back through memory lane? And oh, take a stroll it. down memory lane. And here's something that caught you out and it caught me out as well. I was like, oh, Baku's only been a Grand Prix since 2017. I was like, that was my last year, and I'm pretty sure I've been to Baku twice. In 2016, it was the European Grand Prix. I forgot about this, and I forgot <laughs> yeah. about all the drama it caused. <laughs> oh, I was like, I was not like, in Europe. I can't find it. I was like, I can't find. Like, I'm. I know there was a 2016 Grand Prix, and I knew that was the year that Red Bull had the most horrific degradation I've ever seen in my life. Ferrari, 2022, 2023. You ain't got shit on Red Bull Baku 16. Oh my sweet Jesus. But yeah, so what else we got? Talk to talk to me about Baku or the European Grand Prix for one year. <laughs> oh, the, the 2016 European Grand Prix. Uh, only Ferrari and Mercedes have been on pole at Baku. I, oh, that's my fact. I didn't, I didn't realize that. I was like, surely we've had a Red Bull pole here before. No Red Bull pole position in Baku yet. Max was on a close one. Wasn't Daniel was on a burn at one point in uh what turn left-hander 1415 down the hill, wall into the bazes. Oh yeah. That's a tough yeah. one. That's a tough one, man. Uh no repeat winners. Ooh. In how many was it we, we missed a year from COVID, but that's six, seven, yeah. six seasons. Yeah. Oof. Oof. So oh yeah, here's, the, here's a fun game we can play. Oh. Who's okay. who's won at the uh Aku Grand Prix? Oh. I've I've looked this up. Oh, have you? Um, okay, you fucking yeah. dirty cheat. So uh, Bottas, Hamilton, Rosberg, uh, Leclerc. No. Leclerc's not one. Nope. Signs is one then. Nope. Oh fuck! Yeah. Oh, hang on. Wait, no, no. Hey, maybe no, he no, won, yeah, maybe he won the 2016 because the fucking way this works for Wikipedia. Uh, where are we? 2016, no, 2016 was won by Nico Rosberg. So 2016, okay. Rosberg. Brittany, yeah. Yeah, 2017, Danny Rick. Oh, shit, yeah, he got one. Yeah, Dale, Danny. Yeah, 2018. It was Lewis. Or we Bob don't Cass. talk about 2018, it never happened. Well, uh, none of the, neither the Red Bulls won, and we'll talk about why. <clears throat> yeah, Hamilton won 2018. Okay. 2019, Valtteri. Yeah. Valtteri Bottas. 2020 COVID, so we didn't have it. 2021. Yeah. Leclerc? No. You know you should know who won 2021. Oh, Checo. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, and then right. last year, obviously. Maximum. There you go. So yeah. I don't why did I think that Leclerc had oh, because he's he, Leclerc's got Ferrari. Leclerc has a couple poles there, and he's also got the one where he bend it in qualifying. I am stupid. Yes, yes. That the infamous sucks, I am stupid message. Yes. You know, he's He's probably one of the most likable drivers on the grid, I think. Yeah, he's I like uh, him. also released. Have you seen this? He's released a song on Spotify. I didn't listen to it yet. I've Everybody not listened to it, it no. I and think it's, it's like him things... on piano or something. I don't know. Yeah, apparently it's really good, but I'll have to check it out. Yeah, well, there um, you go. Let's, let's talk about some of the more painful memories, though, because we said we wouldn't want to talk about them. Tell me about 
Were you in the ops room 2018? I was watching it from home. Was I? No. Was I in the ops room in 2018? Yeah, no, I think I was, yeah. Yeah, because I... Okay, yeah. So 2018, the infamous uh, Red Bull double DNF. Um, So you heard the debrief? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I was laughing my ass off the entire time, mate, because I didn't have a microphone. I was on mute. I was sitting back in Milton Keynes. Nobody could listen to me. Imagine I was just sitting like, hey, there Dan, like... Dan, mate, your microphone's on. Can you mute up, please? Adrian's like, talking. Eh, eh. Oh, this is you spicy. <laughs> Wait until oh, five years' time when I talk about this on the podcast. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, dude, so I'm not going to spill any tea on it no 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 i have it i have it on good authority from uh, a few people that were in the room it was yeah some boys got their asses chewed out for oh uh, yeah i've been chewed out before <laughs> yeah also uh what else what else happened in 2018 what else that's famous 2018 uh what at the baku Ericsson hit us, I think. Oh, is this the, the mysterious Grosjean crashing all by himself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot about oh, that. Oh, bless him. Bless him. Oh. Bless him. Um, We had uh, 2021. Yeah. 2021 was break magic on the restart. Yes, where Lewis flew Lewis off the track. Yeah, he had the, the, the brake warming. Yeah, happened. he touched the wrong button on the wheel. <laughs> yep. Bottom of my tires um, are flat. And what else happened? Well, see, I'm not sure how public knowledge this is, but because I love you and everyone that listens, I like to drop in a little don't bit. Everybody, you heard sh- this on the podcast. Sh- a little chat. bit behind the you scenes guys, thing now and again. Just do it. Just do it quietly. Yeah, shh, don't tell anyone. Uh, but Perez barely made it to the end of that race because he was sitting on the grid. We had the blowout, didn't we? And then it was the red flag. Yeah, everyone was sitting down, and then. Um, Everyone was sitting down. You know what I mean? Everyone was stopped. And then the data was coming through for Checo's car, and it was like, this thing's got, like, no hydraulic pressure left. I'm not sure if this thing's going to even fucking make it off the start line, let alone to the end of the race. What was it, like, three or four laps or something? I don't remember that It wasn't many laps to the end. And the entire time, it was just like, this fucking car's just about to give up at any moment now. Um, But no, Perez did it. And I think... The, I think it was the gearbox pretty much gave up as he as he sort of rolled it into the pit lane. So I was just like, Imagine oh, that was close. That. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. Like when you've got, let's say during a race, you've got a hydraulics leak or something, an air pressure leak, like Norris had in Jeddah. You're not going to retire the car. Like arguably, they should have retired Lando in that. That was silly. But like, let's say it's you know five laps to go, and you're like, oh, we've got a hydraulics leak. Oh yeah, let's just protect it and pull it in. Now, if you're running way out of the points in like fifteenth. You're like, oh, yeah, actually, FIA, yeah, we've got something with our car. Mm. Yep. Yep. You can tell by this keyboard that's a keyboard. We've got something wrong with our car. So we're going to stop and save some mileage on the engine. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, when you're, <laughs> when you're in the points, you're going to fuck it. Everything and nothing, baby. Everything yeah. and nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, like back in 2021, it was pretty clear that it was close between Mercedes and Red Bull. So mm-hmm. it was like, fuck it. We need to try to get Checo's car to the end. Good luck. Yep. 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 And, you know, Sadly, didn't get the constructors, but there you go. Yeah, so be it. Um, twenty twenty. So we missed twenty twenty. Twenty twenty one was the blowout uh, and Perez and Break Magic. Twenty twenty two Ferrari double DNF. I don't remember 
Uh, who won last year? Checo won. No, Max won that. Max was last year. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Because sorry, sorry. This I'm was processing. This was in our early days, me and you. Mm. Oh yeah. Of our content creation journey, because we went and did backseat driver for Veloci, didn't we, in London for this? Yes. Yes, back in the day. This was before the podcast. Started. Yeah, yeah this was is... that when we was that the first time we actually chat properly in person? I think so. Yeah, I think that may have been the first time we probably had a chat chat, didn't we? So, I mean, we're basically coming on full year of our relationship. Oh here. fuck yes, yeah. like one year anniversary. I didn't, I didn't even realize. Oh, you, did you get me a cider sometime? I'll get you a cider. Ugh. yeah, no, all right, no, I'll wait, take no. that. Did we, did we do the Reddit talk with uh, F1 subreddit before Backseat Driver? Yeah, but we weren't together for that. Backseat Driver, yeah, we were together. Yeah, we shared, we shared a coffee in yeah. the uh, Veloce Lounge. Yeah, yeah and we admired. First collab, our first collab was with the Yepa, Anil, and the F1 subreddit. Also fucking dope. <sighs> yeah, but <sighs> Baku, you know, we got to sit yeah. out on that, on that cafe on that high street and admire oh, all the dogs. Lovely, yeah. Dogs per hour. Yeah, well, there you go. Right, oh, here's, what a lovely moment. Here's my question for, for you and for everybody else. Right, hit me with it. Is Baku the best street circuit on the calendar? Is it? Is right. Baku the best street circuit on the current Formula One calendar? I'm going to answer your question. With another question? No, by belching. I just had to mute that. Oh, Sorry. Fine. I'm going to answer your question with another question. Is it only regarded as the best circuit because of the amount of chaos that happens? In terms of racing, I don't think the racing there is that good. I think it's just because something always fucking blows up. And you know where people are like, oh, cool, something's blown up. That'll change the order up a bit. I'm a simple man. I see chaos. I'm happy. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. But from a pure racing vibe... I, I don't know. I think oh. it's been all right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, and I'm not sure. I haven't gone through the emotional stress of separating it and then voicing my pain mm. on Twitter for validation. I haven't done that part yet. You should try I might, it. I might do that soon. It works for um, me. But, like, here's, here's one. Let's put it in perspective. Uh, okay. Albert Park, Australia. Never mind that it, it, it's kind of a street circuit. It's, it's not, it is, isn't, whatever. I'm not comparing that, and I don't think it's better. But that race was like, oh, wow, what a crazy race this mm. year. It's a fucking terrible race. There was, there was the only thing that was exciting was chaos. It was a one-stop or no, a no-stop hard tire sprint race with red flags either side of it. Okay. That's it. I'll, so if we, we are going to put Albert Park in this conversation, is that what you're saying? No, I'm not. Oh, but, yeah, so you don't, you're you not going to class Albert Park as a street circuit? This is very important because it, it's the answer to this, you know, is my next question. I'm not sure. Right. Are we, so I'm going to continue with my second question anyway. Are we classing Canada as a street circuit? Well, it's, it's in the same vein as Albert Park. Mm, because I would put Canada above Baku. I just like, mm. just like Canada. I like the people. I, I like, like I like the fact the they've pissed off Nikita Mazepin. I, I love that for them. Dude, honestly, like anybody listening, if you're in North America or you get a chance to go to a Grand Prix and you get to choose where you go, sometimes the weather's dog shit, but Montreal is a badass city. Um, don't forget to tip them at restaurants because they will literally tell you that you can't leave until you tip them 
um, because they're like America where they don't pay wait staff a proper mm-hmm. wage and they let the patrons pay their wait staff. The companies don't pay them, which is fucked. Uh, yeah, Montreal is better. And okay, it's, so it's, it's a complete, complete vibe. And like in the um, city and all that, they shut it all down and it's just, it's a mm. vibe. Mont- Montreal is a vibe. If I could pick a Grand Prix to go to and I got to go hang out, mm. I would go back to Austin or I'd go to Montreal. Not And not just because they're primarily English speaking because they it's also in French Canada. Yep. Uh, but the oui, food, oui. the people, the circuit, uh, the city, great yep. time. Yep. Highly recommended. If anybody's listening to this and they would like me to come out and show them around Montreal, <laughs> I can take you to all the Fucking... eating and drinking places. Um, Dan, Dan will come too. He's cheap. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, yeah. If you're going to invite Blake, you have to fucking invite me. That's, right. the, that's the rule. Um, Any takers? Twitter? Yeah. Let's go. But also, uh, did you ever did you ever go to Baku? Yes. Twice. I, so in terms of viewing the race, there's not really many good places to view the race, right? It's a street circuit. No. You're not going to see much. But Baku no. as a place, I was really impressed with it. It's it clean. Cool. Yeah, it was, it's, it's nice. It's cool. cheap. And there's, there's culture. There's history. Yeah. Like, so in the evening... You'd go out in the city, and the thing that me and Simon would always joke about is like the, the guys would they're really familiar, like you know, the arms around each other's shoulder when you're walking through the street. Yes, and have a nice restaurant. The food was awesome. The people were just nice, super nice. But I think it was one of those, and, I, and this is not disrespectful. But I think it was one of those places where as soon as you go off the beaten path, it's not as nice as that. And I think they do try yeah. to do a good job because they've 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 had some issues in the past that I think have been discussed. Um, yeah. But yeah, there are, I, there are I, some places I, like that, aren't there? It's, it was not a great place to watch the race because it's a street circuit. It's basically cement walls and barriers. Um, one thing I like is whenever you go to Baku, there's always stray cats everywhere. Like inside the paddock, and it's like, oh, there'd be cats. I'd sat in a park one night, and a cat just runs up and sits in my lap and starts purring. It's like we'd finished dinner, we're walking around, there was a nice view, and a cat just runs up and sits in my lap. I was like, Hello. But he didn't speak English, so we couldn't really communicate. Oh, oh that was the problem, was it? Okay. Yeah, Baku is a good one, though. But so to conclude. Sorry, what was ha- the, we, again, we're, if, we're if we, well off tangents this evening. Hey, I'm talking about cats and Sterling got jealous. He just walked in the room. If you <laughs> What's he trashing? I can hear him trashing something in the background. No, that's Sarah. She just walked in. She's is making it? a load uh-huh. of racket. Hi, Sarah. Dan says hi. <laughs> toot, toot. Can we get a toot, toot, Sarah? Just say toot, toot. She said no. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, I um, think if yeah. we include Canada in that list, Baku doesn't take the cake, but Baku's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I might rate it. See, I don't know. If it's a good one. For Okay, right. I'm going to, again, it's a very simple question you've asked me, but I've turned it into a real fucking political debate and cultural debate and everything. So let me make it easy for myself. A race that I will enjoy watching, regardless of whether it's entertaining or for the pure racing or whatever. Baku is up there. Right? Yeah, vibe tacular. Vibe tacular. Okay. So we'll just end it at that. Cool. Rock and roll. <laughs> Done. That's that, right. There you go. Done. All right. Well, let's 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 start, since, we, since we've talked it to death. Yeah. Let's let's go through some numbers real quick. You want to go for some it's, numbers? It's a, it's a really, let's talk about the track because it's a really interesting track. It's basically something like this. Sector one and sector two are what? Second gear, second, third gear. Oh, corners this is, this is your department, mate. You yeah, ran this it, on the sim, not me. I'm not. Uh, 
I feel like the, the first part of the circuit, second and third gear corners everywhere. Um, and then sector three is the second longest, or it's the longest main straight, isn't it? There's kinks in it, but you're flat out for 2.2 kilometers effectively. Yeah, I mean, on, on the track map, it's put it as a corner, but I mean... You keep it lit, mate. Yeah. So, um, Bottas, I'm, I, I Google this and I keep finding different results. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me, but I'm fairly certain Bottas holds the highest top speed in a Formula 1 car during a race from 2016 in the Willys at 378 AK kilometers an hour, 378 kilometers an hour, 235. There's also a super fast one in Mexico in the last couple of years. Um, okay. Or maybe that was in practice, actually. I, yes, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to correct you because we're yeah, friends. We're I don't do that. I will clarify. So... I Why also looked at this. Aggressively quote tweet me on Twitter. Ah, good idea. Aggressively quote tweet me on Twitter. That's how you make friends. Yes. This listen to this fucking idiot who thinks that Bottas has the record for the highest top speed in a race. Yeah, this fucking it's not. It's the highest top speed at an F1 event because this was in practice. Is yep. apparently he got it. Fucking wild that he got 235 miles an hour in practice, but. Hey, go for it. And in a Williams of well, all I, things, back when Williams used to be quick. It was a slippy car as well that year. True. So his Mexico one is the record for a race in the actual race. This one is throughout a weekend. Yeah, yeah, session. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the top speed ever officially recognized by the FIA in a car is 299 miles per hour, and that was on a modified BAR Honda that ran the, at... Project Bonneville 400. Yes. Yeah, so that was 400. It was basically, they did one out... It was Project 400, and the goal was to reach 400 kilometers an hour. On the outward leg, they did reach just over 400 kilometers an hour. But on Bonneville, on Bonneville you have to record, it's the average speed of both passes out and back. Yep. Um, and they did not... The average was sub 400. I think it's 398. I definitely didn't do a TikTok on this at all. So, oh, did you? I can't, oh, okay. I can't remember it. But uh, here's a funny story. Dri- had, who was driving that? I forgot. I do not. I do not recall. Um, the name escaped. I have. Me, a but, fe- was it not? I have a feeling this burnt. Was it not Bert Maylander, our safety car driver? Not sure. But I didn't realize this. But one of my old colleagues who worked at Red Bull. Um, he designed the control systems for that car. So I'm going to reach out to him for to do a video about it in more detail. Because oh, yeah, he's, no, he's retired now. So uh, it's, it's, it's a long time ago. So, but anyway. Ah, uh, it's back, the medical, back. sorry, it's the medical car driver, Alan van der Meer. Okay, so Bert Mylander is the close. safety car driver. Yeah. Who also apparently randomly helped Herman Tilke design the Baku circuit. Yes, I read about this and I was like, what? What? I saw that you put that in. It's like, it's like, he's like, right, mate, I've been out in my Fiesta going around the city of Baku, and this is the turn you need. Turn nine right here, baby. Right, Herman? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I, I knew Herman Tilke like, obviously designs a lot of the tracks that we've got recently, and he has a consultancy company. Well yes, and his son as well. But for this one as well, like I, I read about it. Apparently, our, like you say, our safety car driver, Bert Mayland, randomly helped him with this. So I'm... Fucking from what capacity, I don't know. Not doubting his ability. I just didn't know he had that in him. He went went out in a fucking ladder and he was just like doing laps around Baku. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember, uh, did you see, I can't remember what fucking track it was now, but when we had the Aston Martin DBX, you know, that SUV thing 
medical yeah. car. Do they still use that? I think they do, don't they? Who knows, man? Um, I can't remember what track it was, but he got it up on fucking two wheels going around one of the fucking bends in it. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, he's um, he's very good at testing the limits of the uh, safety vehicles. Nice. That's that is good. That's good shit. Well, we've we've kind of beat around the bush the entire podcast. That's not like this. us. No, definitely. And it's, this is not because ADHD. This is this is a scheduled bit of programming here. We've got a new sprint race format, which was just confirmed the other day, and it's happening. The teams have all agreed, and it's gone through the processes, and they've rubber stamped it. It's happening this weekend. What? Tell me. Tell me what it is. And what are you thinking about it? I've got, I've got, a pre- I've got some pretty. Ask me as I was yawning. I've got some pretty strong feelings about this, but okay, right. I wanna, I wanna, I'll let you set the. Uh, <clears throat> set let the me bet. let me get myself ready. <clears throat> the sprint race format, right? The sprint race that we all know and love, uh, is changing. So now Friday we'll have our FP one session like normal, right? Then yep. we're going to have a qualifying session. Uh, which is going to set the grid for Sunday's race. Then Saturday, we're going to have um, a qualifying session. The sprint shootout. Yeah, the sprint shootout. shootout. Fucking, that's another marketing special, that is, isn't it? Which will set the grid for the sprint race that's going to happen on Saturday. Yep. Now, the sprint shootout. mm. It's not a shootout. It's just a short sprint. It's a short qualifying session. It's like a one lap shootout, yeah, isn't exactly. it? That's, that or, is how I like, think. Or a shootout. It's like a head-to-head like they do in Formula E or something. That's a shootout. This is not a shootout. This is basically, this is misinformation, and I'm going to get it fact-checked. Yeah? It's a, it's a lie. So Nikita Mazepin is going to sue Canada. We're going to sue FOM. Yeah. Um, and everyone's going to be happy. Uh, yeah, how so much yes. We, how much do you reckon we're getting from this lawsuit, by the way? Uh, probably a cease and desist. I think that's the only thing we're going to get out of this. Yeah, they're going to review bomb our podcast as well. Yeah, Jesus. yeah, that's it. We're done for. Um, get up to two point eight, lads. <laughs> I think we're on four point eight. Big yourselves up, everyone. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, we haven't yeah. cancelled. And if yet, you've not so left us a review, then fucking don't bother. I don't care if you do or you don't. You, five d- stars, you do you. Five stars or nothing, right, Dan? Stop talking. Five stars and nothing. If you haven't left a review on Spotify or Apple Music, uh, it actually is would be really appreciated. So if you're enjoying the podcast, do it. Um, and if you see our stuff on Instagram or Twitter uh, and you enjoy it and you think your friends might enjoy it, you can always hit that retweet button or yeah. share it or send it to your nan uh, or yeah, yeah. the butcher. Yeah, your local butcher. butcher. As well. Yeah. Yeah. But if but, you listen to us and enjoy us, seek professional uh, mental help. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that as well. That's because that's what we've done. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I need it. I need it. So we've got... Sorry, yeah. So sprint shootout. Here's how it works, right? It's going to be shorter than traditional qualifying, right? Okay. SQ1. I fucking... All I can think of is this Audi model names now they've done this. SQ1 is going to set to run for 12 minutes and you mandatory have to have medium tyres on. Medium. Medium. Right. Uh, SQ2 is going to be 10 minutes, so two minutes shorter. And again, mandatory medium tyres for that one. Okay, medium, medium. Medium, sorry, sorry, sorry. 
Uh, SQ3, eight minutes. And that's going to be uh, mandatory soft tires for that. Okay, let's just let's just do a quick think. Uh, ooh, can you do two time lap run, two single timed lap runs in SQ three? Uh, eight minutes. It'll, it'll, it'll depend on the circuit because Baku's no, uh, no way. One forty five. An out lap is about two minutes. Yeah, out yeah, lap you, you... one minute forty. Let's say in another two minutes. So no. So this this could actually SQ three so, will be a one and done. Yeah, SQ three will be finding the right time in the track and it's not always the latest and there's traffic and everything else but there's only 10 cars uh we're gonna see some shenanigans uh so is it medium medium soft or medium soft soft for the sessions uh medium medium soft okay but okay. we spoke about this before because they were they were thinking about bringing this in and when they were Hard, talking about it, yes yeah for normal qualifying as a trial i think they should have done hard medium soft myself they 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 went safe, Dan. They went they done went safe on it. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not sure why they called it a shootout, but in summary, you go Friday, you practice, then you qualify for the race. Saturday, you qualify for the sprint, then you sprint, and then Sunday you do the normal race. I think this is a massive improvement over the previous format. I, if, I still, again, I appreciate everyone's got their own takes on this, and and if you enjoy you sprint Dan, races, you're wrong. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, if you enjoy sprint races, then more power to you. But me personally, I fucking hate sprint races. I hate the whole yeah. idea of it. Give me back my precious FP3 and qualifying that I know Blake fucking hates. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. FP3 is the most important session of the weekend. Don't listen to anything Blake says. God damn it, dude. <laughs> FP3 is the most useless session ever. But let's, 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 so let's, let's put it this way. We've got sprint races, like it or not. The FOM, FIA want it. We've got it. The teams have said, okay, we can do it this way. Um, we lose. Here's here's why I think this this new format's better. Before, I, I agree, you, but just caveat, I yeah, agree. This format. You, you don't like it. I don't like any of them, but uh, yeah. out of the two, I prefer this format. Yeah, no, that's fine. Please continue. But, right, so before you'd go free practice one, qualifying free practice two in the cars and park firm and you can't change it so it's just like you might get a do a high fuel run on check some tires and then you go into the sprint then the sprint sets the order for the race the fact that the sprint sets the order for the race before sucks because you basically if you have anything out of order you just unshuffle the grid and you're back in pace order at the end of the sprint and it's like great now the race is even more predictable um losing fp2 does one more thing that's good for us. Teams will have to be very careful on what they can do with their run plan. Free practice one will probably look something like medium low fuel, soft low fuel run, and then a high fuel run on a different tire. I'm thinking, I'm not sure how the tire allocation works with the new thing, and I'm thinking they can do that, but you're gonna, you're gonna be very short abbreviated runs, and it's gonna be no dicking around, get the car the least worst as soon as possible, be very reliant on how well your models and your sim can help you prepare for the track and you don't get practice now people have said it's unsafe to only have one free practice session and i would like to politely remind everybody that we still race in the rain we qualify in the rain putting a wet track is putting a driver on a track in a car that they've never driven before the conditions are changing every lap they're changing corner to corner they manage 
they're supposed to be the best of the best. We're not sure if they're the best of the best. We should probably start one of those arguments about if IndyCar, Formula E, or NASCAR drivers are better, uh, just for interaction oh, and engagement. God. Oh, okay. Yeah, just to fuck with the algorithm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Formula One drivers okay. are mid. No, I'm just kidding. But no, like, seriously, though, like, I, I don't think it's unsafe. I don't think it's unsafe. I think it's, um, it will accentuate a skill gap and drivers that can learn and adapt more quickly. But I yep. do not think it's unsafe. I think we will we will see a skill gap. So, uh, Max is just going to destroy everybody. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Bye. Yeah. Uh, predictions? Yeah, destroyed. Destroyed. Yep. Destroyed. Um, so, but hey, listen. So, look, we're gonna we're gonna change all the format of the weekend to make it exciting. But hey, guess what else we could do to make it even more exciting, Blake? You could change the track in another way, I guess. How could you? You could put some brand new tarmac with that nice bitumen layer that, that is basically brand new and turn it into a skating rink that we've done in Coda in 2013 and uh, Turkey in 2020. Fucking like sounds like a sound idea. Let's do it. Oh, wait, they Mate. have. <laughs> wait, do you know how much they've resurfaced? Uh, a significant amount from what I've seen in images. Ooh. Um, I don't think they have to worry about rain. Uh, no. I don't Somebody think was Baku... saying it could be on the forecast, but who knows? Mm. Have we ever had a wet race at Baku? We probably haven't. No. I don't know. But yeah, no, a resurfaced <clears throat> track is going to basically uh, cause fun and games for people that are still working in the procession like you. But like that's going to be a little bit of a, a thing because like no matter how good your preparation is, you don't really like the. I guarantee you, teams knowing that the track has been resurfaced, they will be doing some low grip running in the simulator to anticipate, you know, historically what they've seen on low tracks and how much the tracks improve as they weather. Yeah. But uh, apparently, Baku's got rain forecast for Monday, so hopefully that doesn't shift into Sunday. But it's not like it matters because it's going to be slicker than shit on a hot shovel anyway. I've been in Texas for a bit. I was, gonna, I was just about to say, oh, that sounds like someone that's been in Texas for a week. Uh, this hat that I got from Terry Black's in Dallas, not in Austin. Uh, I didn't drive down to Austin for a barbecue. It still smells like barbecue. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. What's this thing where if you really want to upset someone, you have to say it's not real barbecue or something? What's that about? Apparently, I think there's a Texas style, and I think it's Kansas City right. style or Memphis. Oh, there's a couple different... There's a couple different schools of barbecue, and I don't know about all of them. All I know is I like that Texas style. Yeah. Yes, sir. Beef rib, brisket, pork ribs, turkeys. Did, did you get to big up any local butchers while you were out there? Uh, no. Ugh. Just Terry Black's. We didn't cook very much. because International just, butcher relations are an all-time low, thanks you to you. You know what? Um, all right. Just a quick interruption before we get to the last bit. We need to get somebody to get Dan and I out to a race to do some content for them. We'd love to. We're not a liability. We'll have a great time. I mean, and if I, I have to make content, I will, but I just want a freebie. Ah, 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 don't tell him that. <laughs> Dan, Dan said everything's fine. You didn't hear that. We can edit that out and post, right? Sure, sure, sure. Okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. But um, that's got to happen this year. Imagine Terry Black's episode, me and the big man. Well, what? You don't, you don't want to go to a race. You just want some random butcher to get oh. us out there. 
All right, okay, I understand. Yeah, no, no, please. Uh, I'm so transparent. God damn it! Please put but, out um, the local the word to your local butchers. So, so you had a you had a question though about last question about Baku. I did, and you did a video about this, didn't you, on your YouTube? Yeah, Would you like to plug yeah. your YouTube? Well, you, you, the question was is a good question. I think will Red Bull's big magical DRS make them untouchable this weekend? Which was what you put in there, and uh. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question because the DRS is powerful, but when you tend to be leading the race, which they have done often, it doesn't really help you that much. So is it making a huge difference for them in qualifying? And the answer is sort of. I did a whole video on uh, Break F1 on YouTube about it, but the short answer is Red Bull, like Haas have had one of the biggest DRSs at every race we've been to so far, and they're about sixth team in pace order. You, sorry, when you say this, do you mean... The uh, on to off, not not speed. deficit. Is that that's not the word I'm looking for? Is it? But no, the de- the difference in like, delta, the delta. So in how much speed they gain with it on versus how fast they go with it. Right, off. right. Has have had like the first or second at every race. Red Bull have been second, six, and second, or second, six, and first, or something like that in terms of the first three races. Um, the Red Bull just has a super super efficient car. They make downforce in the corners, and they have low drag on the straights, which is like a, a holy grail of a design philosophy. It's not the engine, because Alpha Tauri tend to be one of the slowest. Now, that could be why Franz is getting the biff, but he's not a technical person. He's the, he's the in principle. Uh, he has been more outlandish in his statements in the last couple of months, so yeah, maybe. I don't know what the engineers are doing. It's like, well, have you tried talking to them? They're, they're busy writing your fucking retirement card, Franz. Jesus, give them a break. <laughs> Poor bloke. But yeah, I, I, I think... Red Bull's DRS is powerful, um, but it's not the most powerful, and it's not like a, a fix-all. It's not like, oh, big DRS, we win. Because in, in designing a big DRS, you also have to make compromises in other things with the rear wing, the fuser, and floor, which I don't know anything about, so I'm going to have to see if Joao wants to come back on the podcast. Oh, big up, <laughs> J-Wow. But, um... What's J-Wow up to these days? Uh, I'm going to see him at the 24 Hours of Le Mans. So okay, I'll let you know. Yeah, chat him up, get him back on. Yeah. So Red Bull's magical DRS, not necessarily magical. However, leading into our next section, predictions. I mean, it's a fucking Red Bull one two, right? Surely. Surely. So give me your top five in quality then. Right, my top five. So this is the main event we're predicting. I'm not fucking bothering with sprint. Yeah, we're not doing sprint quality. We're just doing the main event. And then Barry's going to tell you if you got him right or wrong. Right. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see Barry. If you're on Spotify, you've got a gorgeous yep. little fluffy cat here. Barry is, Barry is sitting with Blake like a Bond villain at the moment. So mm-hmm. qualifying, <clears throat> Verstappen, Perez, Alonso, Hamilton, Russell. Okay, Ver, Per, Allo, Ham, Russ. I didn't know where to put Ferrari in this, but I, mm. I, I just don't think they have that outright speed. They ain't got that dog in them. Mm. Well, I'll tell you mine, and I'll tell you why, and then I'll tell you why I doubt it. Okay. Based on what you've said. Go for so it. So I'm going Verlec per Russ Ham, Verstappen, Leclerc, Perez, Russell, Hamilton. Um, I do not, like, I know we said it last week. It's like, oh, yeah, they've got all the DRS, and Aston's going to be not great. They weren't terrible. Um, Mercedes slightly better in terms of efficiency. Uh, I think Verstappen will get pole. Easy claps here. Perez could be second, or he could get pole here. He's not, you know, the narrative, he's good around street circuits. He's good and lucky, but he's, you're not, if you're lucky all the time, does that make you not good? I, I think Paris is solid around street circuits. Um, yep. 
the Ferrari looked to be suited. And this, this comes out of the other U- that YouTube video about the top speeds um, I mentioned. Ferrari were really quick in the first race. They had a similar performance characteristic to Red Bull in terms of in, in, in Bahrain, they gave up a little bit of cornering for top speed and they were comparable to the Red Bull, right? And then after that, they had some woes in that event. And then the next event, they were like kind of a little bit slower, looked like a less efficient car. So I think Ferrari could be up there, but I'm not sure if they will be. Oh, interesting. So for Stappen, Leclerc, Perez, Russell, Hamilton. Barry, what do you think, bro? Yeah, he, he digs. He's down with that, is he? Yeah, he, 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 he confirms. All right, good. Podium. Race podium. Never mind the sprint. Like, the sprint is an accessory. I get it. Right. Here we go. My podium. Are you on bold? Are you on bold? Yeah, I am. Ooh. Um, powered by all of the um, Taylor Swift fans. And the fandom. And Aramco and Cognizant? Yep. Okay. Uh, Fernando Alonso is going to win this race. Oh! With Verstappen in second and Perez, 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 Perez in third. Is that his Baku name? I refuse to elaborate any further. That's it. That's my podium prediction. The Dark Lord on top step. Maybe, maybe if he's made a human sacrifice, he can unlock the power. No, he's going to be... He's fueled by the TikTok rumors. He's he's going for it. I love that. I'm I'm going pretty bland, honestly. I'm not going bold. I I hope you're right. Actually, I hope you're fucking right. Um, Scar says Max and Checo crash. Alonso leads. I mean, we haven't seen any sparks between the drivers yet, and I I feel like everybody's had a little break. Maybe they've calmed down. I'm not sure, but I'm going for Verstappen, Perez, Leclerc. Following on from my Ferrari, ain't that bad, but. Let's, that's, that's what our predictions are for. Yeah. Um, we're not going to put anybody on Fraud Watch this week. No, I don't think it's boy. fair it's been, to do that. No, exactly. But we could just be completely fraudulent and put somebody on Fraud Watch. I'm not going to do it. No, okay. That's fine. Um, what else do we need to do? Oh, random fandom, don't we? Yeah. Ah, there's a problem, though. That's fine. I think I know what the problem is. We've had some soundboard <laughs> issues. What, what what do you think the problem could be? I don't know. I don't know. Oh no no no! Just if we just keep people stalling for a few minutes. Uh, yeah no. Uh, what could be the problem? Oh um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, where was I? Oh, shit! No, it's still the wrong. Fucking... <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, Barry yeah. Barry thinks we should do the random fandom draw. Does he think we should do the random fandom? Oh okay. Yeah. Well, Barry. Luckily for you. And that's the North Hello. VPN. Oh my God, chat. You're so mid. Chat, I, uh, listen, right. I reformatted my fucking computer the other <laughs> week and it is, it's not gone well, let me tell you. Oh dear. Anyway, sorry, Barry, what did you want? Uh, random fandom. worst episode yet i think <laughs> i love it you guys you guys pay extra for that right yeah yeah oh wait you're not paying us okay good uh anyway oh someone's in the chat saying blake how shit was it at red bull was dan was running the show there <laughs> listen <laughs> well you didn't have any go xlr products at red bull, did you? <laughs> it was pretty fucking awful <laughs> let me tell you that 
Oh, dearie me. Right, random fandom. This is the part of the show where, because we obviously have disgusting Red Bull bias. Hideous. We thought we would liven it up by giving, each, you know, we'd randomly select a team to represent and hype up for the race. And then in our review show, we will like do like a little report on them, how it went, things like that. And not just not just pick them up for the sake of, we'll give them an honest report, but yeah. we'll try to be constructive like we want them to do well. Like we know that they're not going to fail, Ferrari. Mm. Yeah, I'm anyway, sure. moving on. So yeah, no, we, we will randomly pick a team. So Blake, you're up first. Um, what get, for spin, multiple spin episodes now I've said I'm going to get a physical wheel to spin it's been two months I still have not got a physical wheel to spin so we are just going to go with this beautiful website wheelofnames.com here we go nice complete with a little sound effect as well so Blake for you oh you got Williams Will I am yeah you okay. got Will I am's for this one come on Florida man and my boy Alex. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I don't think we've had. Spin- I don't think we've had Williams this year for anyone. I don't think yet. we have. Are you gonna spin yourself? I'm gonna spin myself. Look, hands off. No, no, Ugh. no, no funny games. Hands free spinning. Wow. Oh, for fuck's sake! I got Haas. Oh my Sorry, God. I mean yes, I got Haas. America's team. Yes. Yes. Nice Haas. Hmm. Oh my god. Which actually so, that could play in quite well because I think this this could be the race where I finally have to admit, depending on the result, I have to admit I was wrong about Hulk's a fucking legend. Nico Hulkenberg, yeah. So this could it's, tie in nicely. Who's gonna who's gonna perform better this weekend? Hulk or K Mag? Uh probably Nico because he obviously wants me to apologize on this podcast for calling him mid and washed. Ooh. Hey, uh, real quick though, Nico Hulkenberg is going to be on the Formula One subreddit this weekend. Talk to me. You just live it. We'll, we'll spend some details on it. But if you haven't checked out the Formula One subreddit, uh, do check it out because that is actually happening. No, I'm not getting paid, but uh, tomorrow afternoon. So this will be Thursday afternoon. Nico Hulkenberg will be doing an AMA on the F1 subreddit. Fucking stonks. Yep. N- Nico's and... actually a super fucking nice dude. Uh, I I was never I was not on his car I was on the other side of the garage, but a big a big Hulkenberg fan. He's a super nice dude. And he's a he's a bit of a lad and a good laugh. Yeah, we should uh, we should we should do something with uh, the uh, Formula One subreddit soon. I think we don't, should. Don't you think? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We, sh- we should. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But right, ladies and gentlemen, um, I need to go have a word with my butcher because I need to do a brisket sometime soon. Oh, in your Traeger grill. Yeah, man. Fucking Traeger, come, come on. on. Traeger. Come on. Traeger, Danny's a Traeger. Well, yeah, exactly. Where's my fucking Traeger? Come on. <laughs> oh, but, but um, we've, we've had a good break. It's going to be flat out for the next couple of weeks. We're going to be here with you. If there's anything that you want to see on the show, add us on Twitter. Um, we'll, we'll get back to you if you've got any ideas, things you want to hear more of, less of. Um, the ADHD is <laughs> not going anywhere because I'm not getting medication. I mean, there's plenty of things people want to hear less of. Um, and that's probably me furiously punching my Go LXR to play four different sound effects and then eventually find the right uh, one. Oh, yeah, I've got to edit that one out as well. But um, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you for the vibes. Um, make sure to give us that five-star rating. 
Um, and if you see stuff that you like from us, don't hesitate to share it with your friends or your butcher or your grandma. Yeah, yeah. Big up the nans. Big up the butchers. Big up the dodgy corner shop meatballs. No, don't. Not again, bro. No, ugh, never again. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, you guys do that thing, all right? Mm, fuck off.